Welcome to Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder Presents A Skip Across the Universe Chapter 8 Finding the Car Cody, wearing his backpack, walks through the woods, with Allison not very far behind him. Hey, Noodledick. Cody, ignoring Allison, keeps walking. I'm talking to you. What? I was just curious if it was your plan to walk around these woods all fucking day or what. Honestly, do you have any idea where you're even going right now? Cody, breathing heavily, stops and looks back at Allison. (sighs) Those trees up ahead are looking very damn familiar, so I'm pretty sure the car will be right on the other side of them. (sighs) Are you sure? Because you've said that several times within the last couple hours and it always ends up being more trees and shit. This is getting rather ridiculous, don't you think? For Christ's sake, even a blind fucking squirrel finds a nut every now and then. I'm starting to get the feeling I'd have better luck picking up a stack of quarters with my pussy than you finding your goddamn vehicle right now. Cody tosses his hands up in the air in frustration. You know what? I'm sorry I'm not fucking Magellan here and able to find the vehicle right away. Land navigation is not a simple process, which is why you see stories of people getting lost in the woods and dying all the time. On top of that, have you taken into consideration that just maybe my head is still kind of fucked up by today's events, which could be affecting my focus and ability to recall the location of the vehicle? (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to blame for your inability to get us out of here? I've noticed you're always so damn quick to come up with excuses. I shit you not, you are more whiny than a newborn baby. Cody, angry, throws his arms out. I don't give a shit what you think of me. If you want to call me whiny, then so be it. Cody turns away from Allison. Oh no. Allison looks at Cody with sympathetic eyes. I've gone and done it again, haven't I? Sometimes I just get so carried away and don't realize how I'm treating somebody and how they must be feeling. I get on this mindset of just thinking about me and nobody else. I've done nothing but berate you and treat you like shit since we met, and, well, it's certainly not right. I can't imagine how you're feeling right now. I mean, the things you've seen and and been through today would cause any man to feel as if they're standing on a shaky foundation. None of this is fair to you. Alison walks up to Cody. I have not treated you very well, and I feel horrible about that. You've been thrust into a situation which is out of your control, and I'm truly sorry about that. Cody stares at Allison in disbelief. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Fuck no, you stupid twat. Oh, you need to suck it the fuck up and actually act as if you have some balls and get us out of these woods. Do you have this much trouble finding a vagina with your cock when you're trying to bang a chick? Allison holds her hands up. Actually, don't answer that. That was a bad example. With that little cat cock of yours, you probably never find the vagina. Cody shakes his head in frustration. (sighs) Why the fuck are you shaking your head as if you have a problem with me? Because from the second we left that cabin, you've been on my ass about finding the car. If you're in such a big hurry to get where you need to go, why don't you just snap your fingers and teleport us there? (laughs) Because that shit isn't real, cock knocker. I can't just look up and ask, ah, oh, what the fuck was his name on that cheesy bloody space show? Are you talking about Scotty from Star Trek? 
Alison snaps her fingers. That's it, Scotty, to beam us the fuck up and shit. Alison looks around the woods. If I could do that, believe me, I would. It'd be better than being dragged around in circles in these woods by you. It's like I'm following one of those Kardashians around and feel free to pick any one of them because they're all as dumb as fuck. <laughs> You're gonna attack the Kardashians now? Well, fuck me running. You actually watch their shitty fake-ass reality show, don't you? Cody shrugs his shoulders. Don't lie to me. Uh, on occasion, I have. I-, I mean, when I'm bored and I'm just flipping channels and shit. You do realize that the only reason they are relevant at all is because of their tits and their ass and not their brains. Their mother is basically their pimp and has them turn tricks at the drop of a hat to bring in that cash. It's pretty fucking pathetic when you stop and think about it. Allison points at Cody. I bet you watch it with the sound off, don't you? (laughs) What are you talking about? You know damn well what I'm talking about. How many times have you busted a nut watching them shake their asses all over the screen? As much as I would love to sit here and chat with you about the Kardashians, I'm curious what exactly it is that you can do other than mind-control shit and pissing people out into jars. Allison walks up, close to Cody. Do you really want to test my abilities right now, toothpick dick? Allison's eyes turn a bright red as she stares down at Cody. Cody looks away. I'm thinking maybe right now really isn't the best time. So we can just circle back to the topic a little later. Allison's eyes turn to normal. I had a feeling you would say something like that. I figure since I'll be traveling with you for a little while, it might be cool if I knew your name and or what I should call you. Allison smiles. Oh, look at you being all sweet and shit. You keep that up, you might get me all wet in the box if you know what I mean. Allison reaches her hand out and runs her fingers down Cody's cheek. Maybe if you're a good boy, I'll give you a little sniff. Allison winks at Cody. No, thanks. I'm good. You can just go ahead and call me Allison. Okay, cool. That works for me. Allison it is. Cody smiles at Allison. Now then, spin around and get those fucking feet moving and get me out of these woods before I get bored and mind control a bear to come over here and ream out your arsehole. That is really... Just shut that cock holster of yours and get us to the fucking vehicle already. Cody is about to say something, but then stops himself. Then turns around and walks forward. Allison, smiling, follows him. Cody, struggling, pushes through a thick collection of bushes, finally breaching them and falling forward, landing in an opening on the ground where the mercury sable is parked. Cody, covered in dirt and foliage, looks up with a smile on his face. I knew it was this way. (laughs) I told you I would find it. Oh my, I'm so impressed. Did you want me to jump up and down and show an overabundance of enthusiasm for your accomplishment? An accomplishment that should have been completed hours ago. Whatever. Cody starts to get up, but Allison steps out of the bushes and puts her foot on Cody's back pushing him back down to the ground. Ouch! Allison steps off Cody's back. Shit, my bad. I hope that didn't hurt. Cody slowly gets up as Allison, with her arms crossed, stands looking at the car. 
I don't know why I thought you'd actually have a decent vehicle opposed to this hunk of shit. Cody brushes himself off. She may not look like much, but she gets from point A to B with no problems. <laughs> well, if you don't consider looking like a pathetic loser a problem, then you are all aces in that department. <laughs> if you don't like it, then go find somebody else to treat like shit. I mean, I wouldn't be offended or anything. I'm feeling a little insulted here. I'm getting strong vibes that you don't really like me. That's kind of an understatement of what I'm really feeling. Allison walks up to Cody and slaps him on the face lightly several times. Try as you may, but I don't give a rat's ass if you like me or not. We are going to be travel companions for a while, so just get used to being a fucking doormat that gets shit wiped on it at all times. Cody takes his backpack off and places it on the hood of the trunk, then reaches in and pulls out a mason jar full of black liquid. Thank God it didn't break. Cody holds the jar up and stares at it. Hey, buddy. Hope you're doing all right in there. Hopefully we get you back to normal form sooner than later. Jesus Christ. Why don't you just make out with the fucking jar already? Allison slaps him on the ass, then continues over to the passenger side door and stares back at him. You plan on standing there fondling that jar and creaming your jeans, or are we going to get the fuck on the road already? Cody places the jar back in his backpack, then walks over and unlocks the driver's side back door and puts it in the back seat. Hello, Thimbledick. Enough with the fiddle fucking around. Unlock my door already. Cody closes the back door. Just give me a fucking minute, will you? Allison slaps the top of the car. Just use the button thing on the keys and unlock my door. Cody holds up the keys. This doesn't have a key fob thing. It's manual locks. Oh, of course it has manual locks. Allison, shaking her head, folds her arms in frustration as Cody unlocks his door, then climbs into the car, then leans over and unlocks the passenger side door. It's unlocked. Allison sighs as she reaches down, opens the door, and gets in. Allison closes the door, then looks at Cody. I sure shit hope you were able to catch those fuckers. Cody, confused, looks over at Allison. Catch who? Allison sniffs the air. Uh, the two homeless fuckers that fucked in your car, obviously. I don't smell anything. Allison puts her hand to her nose. Ugh, how can you not smell that? Roll a window down. Cody points at the door. They're manual windows. Allison grabs the handle and quickly rolls the window down and sticks her head out. Ugh, I've smelt some nasty shit in my time, but fuck me. Whatever was in here, take us the fucking cake. Maybe there's a can of spray in the glove box that might help. Ugh. What might help is you sticking that key in the ignition and getting the shitbox on wheels rolling and air circulating before I puke. Cody puts the keys in the ignition and starts the car. Where am I going? We're heading to a bar called Squirrel Nuts. Cody puts the car in gear, then drives off. To be continued in Chapter 9.